I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are celebrating double digits. This is episode 10. Yeah, this is pretty exciting for us because when we started this thing, we didn't know how how far we were going to go with it, how long it was going to last or take off or whatever, but 10 episodes. This has been over two months now. Yeah, which is like a pretty big commitment for some anti-commitment people over here. (laughs) For real, though, this is impressive for us. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're uh, starting to get into it. Um, we just made ourselves a Twitter for those of you who we haven't already followed. For those of you who are left on Twitter, to be honest, everyone kind of, uh, fled to Instagram and forgot about Twitter, but Twitter is where the real ones are at. Yeah, so. no, we are like big advocates. I feel like, okay, Twitter was something that I was super into in high school and then I reemerged into my Twitter yeah, life. Yeah, same. Back like a year ago. And now I'm, like, all in on Twitter again. Yeah. No, I, I will admit, like, I definitely had a long hiatus of Twitter. And then the reason I got back into it, actually, is because when I was studying PR in school, my teachers were like, you need to be active on all forms of social media. And I was like, they don't understand. Like, Twitter is, like, not cool anymore. And no <laughs> one uses it. So I, like, got back on Twitter and trying to be, like, all scholarly. And I would, like, tweet about PR things. And I was like, okay, this is, isn't me. And I went back to tweeting my normal <laughs> Honestly, though, Twitter is, like, where all the memes originate. Yeah. Like, people don't realize, like, everyone's, like, you know, like, sending people, like, funny Instagrams from, like, meme accounts, but they don't realize that, like, that all starts on Twitter. They're all screenshots of tweets. Yeah, Mary will always tag me, and I'm like, yeah, I just retweeted that. <laughs> or, like, yeah, I saw that, like, four days ago because Instagram is, like, so, like... Ahead of the beh- times. Yeah, it's behind, like, or yeah, Twitter behind Twitter, yeah. Times. So it's just so funny, but... Give us a follow. We have the same handle that we have on Instagram, uh, at Mills and Mimosas. Yeah, and feel free to um, DM us. And we're still promoting the, the hotline. we got a real hotline now. Yeah, so this is a real hotline number officially. Um, it's 704-659-6974. I almost memorized it, but I just had to pull it up. Yeah, <laughs> so give us a call and give us your hot takes, questions. Yeah, we'll we'll play some examples for you guys because some of our loyal listeners um, called in already. So yeah, we've got our first couple of voicemails on here that we're gonna play for you guys and listen to um, on this <laughs> this episode. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Hey, hey, millennials and mimosas, what's up? Big Will here. Uh, make a little drive into work. Uh, why don't you get your take on something? So the new city I'm living in, um, smaller market, a uh, lot, a lot of single, single monies, uh, <laughs> out there. Uh, so just want to kind of get your general take on, uh, you know, dating single parents. For it, against it, you know, pros, cons, what are you thinking? All right, just curious. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Oh, my God. Um... Okay, so... Shout out Big Will. <laughs> First of all, backstory. Um, where does he live? He said he just moved somewhere. So he, I believe he used to live in Indianapolis, and now he's living in, like, a... A smaller a market. Suburb, a suburb of, like, I don't know, some small town. Okay. Yeah. So um, fewer options is what he's trying to say. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> um... Single moms, dating single moms. How old is he? Uh, he's like, I believe in his late 20s, early 30s, late 20s. Oh gosh, okay, well. So he's definitely older than us. Yeah, but that's still pretty young to be dating a single parent, for, from my, my take on it. I mean. I mean, I don't know, Indiana, like maybe people, people have babies probably earlier than. Yeah, but if you're already at that stage in your life where you're like, I mean, they could not be divorced, but if you're married, divorced, and have a kid already, you're probably way older than, like, late 20s. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in this situation, have you? Like, in any close to a situation? I mean, I will admit, like, I'm, like, kind of into 
a good DILF, but... Yeah, hot dads. And obviously, DILFs with kids, like, that's even more attractive, but I would never seriously consider, like, dating a single dad. I think it's because we're so young. Yeah. So, like, say you're single at, like, 30, and you're just, like, out there doing your thing, meeting people, whatever. I feel like at that point in life, maybe you can reconsider... Just because, like, I mean, yeah. if they're a good person, like, at the end of the day, but... I mean, at this Just point taking in my on life, the responsibility <laughs> of, like, being a stepmom slash stepdad. No, yeah, at this point <laughs> in my life, if I dated a dad, like, I would still need him to, like, father me, almost. Like, <laughs> I'm still a child. Yeah, I just think that I'm not responsible enough. Also, you have to think, like, at what stage do you meet the kids? If they, like, if it turns into something serious, you know? And then you have to worry about, like, the kid's mom and her, like, hating you. I just, I wouldn't be able to handle the drama. Yeah, it's definitely, like, you're signing up for a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, I do think that, like, I wouldn't rule it out. If you're, like, open to it, I just think that you need to, like, definitely know you should take things slow. Yeah. Because you don't, that's a lot to jump into. So, but I think if you, obviously, if you really like the person, I mean, there are definitely situations where this, like situation works out well. Yeah. And I think it might be different for guys to date single moms than us dating single dads. I think that's different. Do you? Yeah. Because I feel like usually women who date single dads are, like, also single moms. Yeah. But, like, guys can date single moms. Maybe, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But, I mean, big will. I wouldn't turn down dates. I would just go for it. Um, and just, like, see where it takes you. Like, obviously, if you meet this girl and she, like, has a kid and she's dope, then, like, maybe pursue it, see where it goes. I would just take things maybe a little bit more slowly. Yeah, and at the very least, you have a really funny story to call back into the hotline. So, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. So, I'd say that's that's okay. our take on that. All right. Voicemail. Voicemail number two. Hey, Mads and KB. This is Garrett from College Station. And uh, calling with a relationship-type question. Obviously, I'm asking for a friend. But uh, if a girl has five cats, is that a no-go? Uh, let me know on the next episode. Love y'all. Bye. I <laughs> love you too, Garrett. So sweet. Um, wow. I have a hot take I know this. what people are going to expect me to say. But let me just say... Five cats is too many. That's too many. That's that about, is crazy like, cat lady's that's level. That's like three too many. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's five too many. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm low key a cat person. I grew up with cats, and I've never had a dog. Like, well, except the ones that I fostered. But I'm not against dogs. Like, I definitely love dogs too. But I'm definitely not like a cat hater. Like everyone in no, this Kim, generation seems to be. You're a cat lover. Exactly. Yeah. Like. And I don't understand why everyone is so against cats, so... Because cats are literally mean. No, they're not. You've never met my cats. I always tell people this, like, until they meet my (laughs) fat cat, they have no idea. I've just... Okay. I guess I grew up with dogs. I've always been a dog person. The only person that I was, like, significantly close with growing up that had a cat was, like, my cousins. And their cat was just, like, what's the point of a cat? It just walks around your house. It doesn't, like engage with you you can't take it on walks yeah well I beg to differ it's just responsibility and like I guess you can pet it but like I feel like it's more of a hassle than anything I guess you can pet it no they like cuddle with you too (laughs) I'm so not a cat person can you tell um five though you can't date a girl with five cats so that's some psycho shit I hope that he's not calling for a friend that he's actually calling for himself because once again I would say go for it and then come back with a good story but I, mean, I will say, five cats, especially at this age, like, you, there's got to be something wrong with you. Unless you're, like, fostering the cats, which, like, I'm all supportive of, there's just no reason why you would accumulate five cats at this young age. Yeah, in your 20s, that's so much responsibility for so many animals. Like, I mean, one cat, okay. If you have one cat and, like, you're a cat person and, like, you love your cat, that's chill. But, like, five cats? Yeah. Why? Very excessive. And that's, like, if you want, like, an Angela from The Office, go for the girl with five cats, but... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even want to date anyone that had five dogs. And I love dogs, but, like... That's that's... what I'm saying. Unless you're running, like, a 
little like unless you live home. on a farm or something like where you just have like a lot of animals yeah I just know and like where is this girl living because like my apartment is definitely not big enough for five cats and, yeah like, is she living in a house like how does she have five cats yeah so I think I, I think would say it's a maybe no-go. unless she's like <laughs> literally the love of your life and you're like this girl is the one like maybe I should just test it out but five cats seems like a red flag for me yeah Maybe not a deal breaker, but definitely a red flag. Maybe go on a couple of dates, feel her out, see where I, the craziness level is coming in. Yeah, my take, two is the limit. Two cats. All right. So, there you go. <laughs> so, those are our only two voicemails. Um, more people, feel free to call in, tell us anything funny, um, ask us any questions, whatever your heart desires but yeah we'll play your your voice on the podcast and it's not totally recognizable so don't be embarrassed and if you don't want us to call you out you know we won't yeah but for the people who just absolutely cannot leave a voicemail um we had someone dm us with a story so we're gonna start doing those too we'll just read them out loud um this is from a girl i think girls are more hesitant to call into the voicemail (laughs) yeah um Oh, I was putting the headphones in. (laughs) This is not a voicemail. All right, so here we go. Hey, Mads and KB. So I'm going to tell you a podcast-worthy sex story. Ooh. (laughs) The first time I met this guy, I brought him home. Don't judge. We've all been there. (laughs) We don't judge. In parentheses. And while we were getting down to business, my head got lodged between these metal poles in my headboard. (laughs) I obviously didn't say anything because I didn't want to kill the mood of the already terrible one-night stand, but the whole time I was just hoping that my head wasn't actually going to be stuck because I didn't want to have to wake up my roommates and explain the situation. But either way, everyone found out about it and will never let me live it down, which brings me to a great question and maybe a possible segment idea. What's the most embarrassing slash awkward thing that's happened to you guys during sex? Oh, right. (laughs) Well, that got really personal. Um, Um, That is absolutely hilarious. Like, I can't even imagine. So, full disclosure, this girl, I actually went to school with her, and we, like, ran around with the same friend group, and I will confirm that people did talk about this story. (laughs) Oh, my God. That makes me... That breaks my heart for her. Um, That's really... I don't even want to know how that happened, but that's I don't even know how that happens. She must have had one of those, like, metal ones, I'm assuming, that has, like, the... Yeah, but they they would have had to be really far apart in order for your head to get stuck in there. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know what you're doing there, but... Yeah. That would... I feel like I would have so much anxiety, I would just be like, there's no way I could continue. And, like, how did that not make a noise, like, when it popped through? Because I feel like, how could he not have noticed? I don't know. People people get lost in the moment. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? People... I guess it really happened, though, so that is <laughs> freaking absurd. And I guess it just came out all right. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I guess stuff. you don't have to, like, ask anyone to, to assist. Um, well, okay, so most, most embarrassing sex story. I don't know if I'm ready to disclose all this to the fans yet, but... I don't know. I don't have anything like that. Nothing super crazy that involves my head getting stuck. Yeah. Well, I guess going along with the whole bed situation, (laughs) (laughs) um, in my last apartment in, well, I guess it was like a couple years ago in college, my bed was on this like bed frame and I also had to like risers because I just like my bed super high and I don't know what it was. I think it was my headboard actually that like wasn't fully attached to my bed frame but it was like oh, really, yeah. it was really squeaky. <laughs> the classic squeaky bed. <laughs> yeah. But it was like bad to the point where like I was like hooking up with someone in my bed and it was just like squeaking like every like time. I mean, <laughs> you know, every movement. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like literally every little tiny movement, it would just squeak and it was so awkward to the point where I just like could not focus on anything else. And I was like, all right, like. This is just embarrassing, and I need to. We fix just gotta it. call it quits. Here. I need to. I need to fix my bed tomorrow. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'd say this one's kind of weird, but so a group of us were like on vacation for spring break, and there was like two houses that we were staying at on the beach. So there was one house, and then there was a guest house, and 
it was kind of split up. So most of the girls were staying in the main house and most of the guys were staying in the guest house because there weren't really many couples on this trip except for me and the guy I was with. Um, so one night everyone was just like out drinking and partying like on the beach or in the main house or whatever. So I go back to the guest house with this guy and we were just like hooking up or whatever in the bedroom. And later, I guess, um, all of the guys that were previously partying in the main house, the guest house had like a rooftop that you could like hang out on with like a patio and shit. And there was also a fireplace. (laughs) This isn't, this isn't about me, (laughs) but literally they knew that we were down there like in the bedroom and they would just like yell shit down the freaking chimney so we could hear them. (laughs) Like, and you could hear them like vividly. Yes. Like (laughs) I was like, dude, what the actual fuck? I'm like, I got to stop this. Like I can't. I so you, you just had to stop? Yeah, well, it was just, like, so embarrassing because, like, all of these guys are, like, having their bros hash and just, like... And they know what's happening because, like, obviously the couple has, like, gone off on their own, yeah, so... Yeah, it was not good. When you know that a couple is, like, missing and a group of people, you're just like, oh, I know what's going on. <laughs> it was not good, to say the least, but definitely an entertaining night for all. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm sure there's more stories that we could probably think of if we tried, but... Yeah, but y'all feel free to call in your um, most embarrassing slash most awkward sex encounters. We will keep it anonymous because we all understand. But, yeah, no, I that's funny that she DM'd us, my friend, because, yeah, like I said, like, people <laughs> people did talk about it, and I totally get that, like college you know it's just like it's a struggle yeah everyone's got to know everyone's business I know and that's why I'm like low-key kind of scared next weekend is my homecoming and I told myself I wanted to go but I'm kind of like 50 50 now just because I mean I know it'll be fun to like go back and see everyone but it's it's kind of like am I ready to like go back down that path yet like have I recovered enough from like graduation to where I'm ready to go put myself in that situation well also you hear these stories about people that go back to their college towns or their colleges whatever obviously you live in your college town but (laughs) yeah so it's different but obviously where your school is is like definitely far out of the way for where we normally go out so I just feel like when people go back to their like college that's when they start acting reckless. Yeah. Like, it's like an excuse for you to pretend that you're still in college. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously. And you're right. Like, I do still see a lot of people from college because they all still live in Charlotte. But going – the only weird thing would be going back to campus because, like, university area is so different from, like, where we live. Mm-hmm, for so sure. So it feels like I'm in a different city, but – and there is a lot of people that I have not seen since graduation, which would be really weird. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just, I don't know if I'm ready to, like, answer questions and talk about my life and where yeah. things are going. Like, I I'm just not you. really in the mood to, like, go and be social with yeah. a bunch of people and have to ask about their lives. Like, I don't give a fuck about See, luckily for you, though, I feel like your homecoming is, like, way more low-key. Oh, for sure. It's, so, not, it's not a real thing. Like... Like, people go to the game or whatever. People don't even go to the game. They people go to the tailgates. Literally, <laughs> when I say I'm going to homecoming, I might go down for the afternoon and tailgate and then hop over to a bar maybe for, like, a couple hours and then come home. And that's me going to homecoming. Yeah. it's We don't do a full weekend out of it. I mean, the school tries to, but it's just lame as shit. Like, no one does anything. Yeah. So, but see, I kind of like that, though, because it's, like, much more, like, low pressure, like, chill. Like, oh, I can just go to the tailgate and, like, see a couple people I haven't seen and no just kind of... What you guys do is so cool. Like, I okay. wish we went to a bigger school that... Well, let me get into our homecoming weekend. So, obviously, I went to a smaller school than UNC Charlotte. Um... <laughs> Wofford is, like, super tiny, but because of that, everyone's, like, obsessed with the school and each other, which is... Obsessed. Can confirm. Yeah. Kim, like, (laughs) hates when she's surrounded by only Wofford people, but basically, like, Friday night, there's, like, a silent auction slash, like, bar, dinner, dance party. I don't know how to really describe it. Can we just agree on the fact that homecoming is just pretty much one big, like, ploy to get alumni to come and give money? Yeah, donate money. So, like, our school, it's like, oh, yeah, you have to pay $100 for this ticket to go to, like, this 
Like, it's basically just, like, a band party. Yeah, which like, is I, like I hate absurd. to inform you that I don't have enough money to give back to the school yet, so there's yeah, really no point in me I'm coming. Like, I can coming. barely afford a hundred dollar ticket to go to this, but of course the entire friend group is going, so gotta do it. Yeah. So it's like that is like a whole thing, and like I didn't go to homecoming last year because I just was like nah. But now everyone's, like, going this year, so I kind of feel peer pressured into it. I feel like there is that little buffer that you have to wait before you can go back. Well, literally everyone went last year except me. I had other plans. Yeah. But I kind of am happy that I missed it because I just feel like it was kind of um, disappointing. At least from the people that I talk to, I feel like it's, like, you build up the hype for it to be, like, college all over again, and it's not. So, like, I just think it's going to be weird. I mean, I'm sure the band party is going to be a good thing because it's, like, um... I don't know. It's, yeah, you guys get, like, a legit, like, party band. Yeah, and it's, like, more... It's more of, like, an event. It's, like, kind of going to, like, a semi-formal or something. Like, everyone dresses up. There's so a band like party. A there's an open bar. So, it's, like, a full weekend-long itinerary kind so, of thing? So, that's Friday night. And then Saturday is, like, tailgating all day. And then the football game, which no one will go to at Wofford either. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to buy a ticket. Like, no. It's I'm a waste not, of it's money. Not, it's not worth it. I'm just going to, like, go to the fraternity tailgates and whatever. But it's it will be weird to like, go back and, like, walk around the fraternity houses and, like, go to tailgates and, like, see people that I haven't seen and, like, see ex-boyfriends that I probably don't want to (laughs) see and, like, see people that, like, you know, I just, I'm so prepared for, like, the fake, like, oh my god, Madison, like, how have you been? I miss you so much. I'm like, bitch, I know you don't care. It's okay. You don't have to ask me how my accounting job is going. It's really fine. Um, but it's funny because I already, I'm prepared for that. I'm like mentally prepared for just like the whole scene of it all, but I am kind of excited to an extent. I know, I don't think it's going to be super reckless. I think it'll just be more fun. I'm excited just to like go see my squad, get like the girls and the guys and like our friend groups that are like spread out all over the Southeast together. Because honestly, like basically every single one of my good friends is going except for like one of my friends that lives in California, but other than her, like, everyone else is going to be there. So I feel like you kind yeah. of... That's why I'm 50-50s because, like, I haven't really talked to many people and decided if we're all going because, I mean, I'm definitely a bandwagon on this. Like, if no one else is going, I'm sure as hell not going. So. Right. No, and that's how I felt. Like, I was like, well, I was debating going this year because I didn't go last year. I didn't feel like I really missed much. But because, like, everyone is going, I'm like, well, I guess I should go. But the thing is, with Wofford is, like, there's going to be, like, that group of, like, guys that are, like, four and five years older that are going to show up that are going to just, like, try to lay the lines on you. <laughs> and I'm really not ready for, for the flirtation of the the 29-year-old postgrads. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I don't think I can handle that. Also, like, I am actually excited to see, like, some of the, like, seniors that I like feel like were like my babies and like the sorority and they were just like they're all grown up now trying to get ready for the real world oh yeah no I'm excited to go back and like see my sorority and like see how things are going and I mean at the end of the day like we we enjoyed college like probably more than the average person (laughs) yeah I mean the thing is though you're right like I would go back and I would hang out with the same fraternity that I hung out with in school and the same fraternity alumni that I hang Hang out with now now. yeah so it's really not that much different but I feel like that's how it's going to be for us too it's like there's going to be those few faces that I haven't seen in like a year year and a half um that it'll be nice to kind of like refresh and be like oh my god actually like I do care like I do want to catch up with you and see how you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just something it that you have like to go to. Fake. Because in a couple years, like, might not be able to go. So I feel like we should go now while we're younger and we're still able to, like, make it back. I mean, yeah, we're relatively close to both of our schools. And we... <laughs> relatively, like, 20 minutes. I mean, it's a little bit of a hike, but... <laughs> I mean, for me, like, an hour and 15. <laughs> um, But, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it'll be nice. I honestly, like... My college town has grown a decent amount even since I graduated, like, two years ago. So there's, like, way more bars, like, a new brewery, like, some cool stuff. So I'm kind of excited to just, like, go back and, like, people are, like, talking about, like, oh, Friday night, what are we doing? Or, I mean, Saturday night, what are we doing after the game? I'm like, I can tell you one thing. I will not be caught dead at a fraternity party on Saturday (laughs) night. I'm like, we can get a squad and go to one of the bars downtown with, like, hang out with the townies, but, like, there's just no chance. Like, I can't do 
like one day and one night and another night. I was already that girl when I was um, a four and a half year senior. I mean, people (laughs) people called me a fifth year, but technically I didn't do a full fifth year. Um, But people, it was it was bad. I love the technicality. Yeah, only four and a half. It didn't get quite to five years. It's it's the half lap. Um, Yeah. So I would like show up to fraternity parties and people would be like, "Oh, I thought you already graduated." And I was like, "Okay, no, that's offensive." Yeah, so, I mean, that's definitely, like, the same kind of thing that would happen, but I don't know. I mean, what, like, what do you think people are going to talk to you about when you see them for the first time, like, after graduation? Oh, probably the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. This has, like, been such a trend. So, actually, um, on Friday night here in Charlotte, I went out with, you know, our group of people, um, our good friend group here in Charlotte, and we're in line to get into this bar that, like, everyone and their mother goes to. It is the bar, like, the spot. Like, I run into all my friends from college, all the people I've met in Charlotte, all of Kim's friends from college. Like, <laughs> I swear I can't go to this place without seeing, like, 75,000 people. My coworkers go here. Like, I cannot not. Like, if I go to this bar, I have to mentally prepare myself for the night. But anyways, um, we're in line. And I'm like, wait, that girl... No, I know who that is. And then I see, like, her best friend with her, and I'm like, wait, no. And they're, like, a distinctive pair of friends, and they both live in New York City. I'm like, there's no way. Wait, that has to be them. So I, like, there are, like, ten people in front of me in the line. I'm like, well, skirt, gonna go cut (laughs) and talk to them, make small talk. They were, like, a year older than me, um, but they were in my sorority. So I go up to them, and I'm like, oh, my God. And it was them, of course. And I was like, what are you guys doing here? Like, you guys live in New York City. And they're like, oh, like, our friend group decided where most of us aren't going to go to homecoming. So we just wanted to do, like, an our friend group reunion Mm -hmm. this weekend. And they were, like, all at the bar. And then they, of course, like, start talking to me about the podcast and life and whatever. But I just thought it was so funny that that was, like, one of the first things that they brought up to me in conversation while catching up. I was like, oh, my God, I see you have a podcast. Like, that's so cool. Like, I'm so happy for you guys. Like... Who's the girl you do that with? And, like, it was, like, a whole thing. (laughs) The power of social media. I mean, that's, like, I always say this, too, is, like, social media perception is such a strange thing to me because people, next time I see them, they're going to be like, oh, so I see on social media that pretty much your life consists of, like, doing the podcast and your job. And, like, this is so funny, but people think that my job is, like, so cool because... Obviously, I only post, like, the cool things on my Instagram (laughs) story and my Snapchat or whatever, but it's almost, like, a funny game to me now. Like, I post only, like, the good things about my job, and people text me and be like, oh, my gosh, like, your job looks so cool. Like, are they hiring? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you love your job? And it's, I mean, I don't hate my job, but (laughs) obviously behind the scenes of social media, like, shit sucks sometimes. And, like, I feel like that's the same thing with everyone, like... Obviously, people are just putting out their best, like, front on social media. And, yeah. Like, obviously, we know you don't go out and, like, spend tons of money on these dinners and stuff all the time. But when you do, you're going to put it on social media. Oh, yeah. Media. You post it. Like, so, when we went to Kindred for Kim's birthday a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I think I Snapchatted every course of the meal. And if you play your cards right, like, you could realistically look like you do this kind of bougie stuff all the time. And that's what people say about the people who travel to Europe. It's like... You probably have, like, stocked up photos that you just post all the time to make it look like you're constantly traveling. And people would never know the difference. And so social media is pretty much – it's just one big lie. It's a lie. (laughs) It's all a lie. This is uh, me and Kim getting on our soapbox again after last week's rant on Snapchat. Now we're just going to go in on social media as a whole. Disclaimer, since said rant on Snapchat, I have deleted my Snapchat because I got so heated. I was like, I need this trash out of my life. So – no longer on Snapchat. I think deleting Snapchat um, is it was honestly necessary. one of the most cleansing ways to, like, just focus on yourself. Because, like, obviously, like, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, like, you do get validation out of posting things. But the thing with Snapchat is, like, it's so easy to, like, send a, like, cute picture, like, a cute selfie of yourself to, like, an ex-boyfriend or, like, a guy that you're interested in just to get attention. Mm-hmm. And that, like, instant gratification of it is, like what like literally is like plaguing our minds which is like why I think it's the best social media to delete yeah 
No, I agree. Like, and I mean, not to mention, like, so I run the social media for my company too. So now I'm running my Instagram, my company Instagram. We're like both running the Mills Instagram and now the Twitter, Twitter. and my own Twitter. I was like, I just, I can't keep up with Snapchat. I don't even post anything on my story anymore. The only Snapchats I ever send are like to you guys, but I mean, we text all the time. So you guys know what I'm doing and yeah, it's, like, overwhelming, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think the social media perception thing is so funny, especially, like, at events, like, homecoming or just, like, running into people you haven't seen in a long time. Because all they have to bring up in conversation is, like, oh, so I saw you've been doing this. And, like, that's how you start conversation, like, because that's the only thing you've known about them since the last time you've seen them. And don't get me wrong, like, my life is great. I'm very happy. Um, But a lot of people, like definitely think like oh my god you're like constantly going to a concert or like you're constantly going to this bar like you're constantly doing this I'm like no but that's what it looks like I'm like yeah I do do a lot of that stuff don't get me wrong like I definitely have like a pretty great life when you when you look at it as a whole but (laughs) I think that it's just like it's all a game it's like you're constantly like trying to get the photo off you're constantly like it's like, oh, if you go out and you don't take a photo, what was the even point of going out that night? Yeah. But I also think it's a really fine line because I hate to be the person who is posting on social media, like, just to make my life look great. I mean, right. I know that kind of, like, counteracts what I was just saying, like, with my job and stuff. But, I mean, obviously no one's going to post, like, the bad stuff. I mean. Like, oh, feeling like shit today. Yeah, no. Hungover I mean, as fuck. In reality, like, I worked this weekend in Greenville and like if I had posted well I did post that I worked like until 5 30 in the morning and that that's not fun like (laughs) and I posted that on Instagram so yeah but I I just think it's a very fine line like you don't want to be the person who just is like posting for gratification like posting because you want people to think that your life is so much better than it is like I think that social media in order to be very, like, genuine and realistic, you need to post both sides of it. Like, you need to post the good, and you also need to be real and post, like, when your life sucks, because like uh, it happens to everyone. need this coffee because I'm actually dying in my cubicle today. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, my actual entry-level job sucks, and I feel like a a glorified intern. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, everyone has those days, and, like, everyone has those days where they're just, like, laying in bed and they're just like you know it's really hard for me to wake up and go to work or oh you know what I really don't want to go out today or tonight or whatever like I mean like we've even had days where it's like oh Sunday like I just want to relax but like trying to be dedicated to the podcast but like as much as like we love the podcast and we love what we're doing I feel like there are days where like we're like oh just another responsibility hanging over your head and people are like oh my god everything that you're doing is so cool and like your aesthetic is on point. They don't like, understand the hard work that goes behind it. Like, <laughs> we plan this shit. I have to, like, stay up late on a Sunday night when all I would rather be doing is sleeping and edit this freaking podcast so... So can, y'all listeners can just love us more. Yeah, like, it's all for you guys, I'm just saying. No, but, like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, I don't know. It's, it's, all, a, it's all a game, and it's always so interesting to me to see how, like, people really try to play it, like, people's relationships and stuff, like, people, like... Oh, that's a whole new thing, social media relationship perception. It is a thing. Yeah. Should we get into that? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I can't give a great take because hashtag single, but (laughs) (laughs) when I was in a relationship, I mean, every girl has been here, too. You're just like, okay, I have to post a picture with this guy, and then you're like... The guy has to post a picture on his Instagram. Like, I want all of his followers to know that we're dating. And, like, when they post the first picture of you, that's a landmark. It's, like, they've posted. It's real. Their followers know about me. So it makes it real. And it's kind of sad that we rely on that, like, gratification of other people, like, liking a photo of us to know that it's, like, a a real thing. Like, it shouldn't shouldn't require that in order to – an established relationship so like I mean to like go back on like how times have changed it's so funny because the first like hallmark for oh we're dating used to be Facebook Facebook official official. yeah (laughs) and oh my god I was actually talking about talking about this to Bish on Friday um one of our friends 
I mean, disclaimer, the people know that I basically have a boyfriend. Yeah. And his roommate and I were out to drinks on Friday, and he's like, so, are you guys official? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, so, are you Facebook official? I'm like, are we in seventh grade? Do you really know? Because it doesn't matter if you have a conversation, because that doesn't mean shit these days. No. Like, you need it on social media, because that shit is concrete. Yeah, so, like... Okay, also disclaimer, like, he has never posted an Instagram of the two of us. How do you feel about that? And let me, let me just be, like, straight. I'm, like, the first two I posted, I have three Instagram posts with him. Okay. Um, the first one might have been a little, like, premature. Okay. But I was just, like, fuck it. I was kind of drunk when I posted it. But that's, that's a good attitude because I don't think it should be such a big deal where they're, like, oh, is it? too early to post a picture like yeah you're with him you took a picture it was a good picture you had a good time like fucking post it yeah and I was just like whatever like this is a great memory like whether or not like we date for the rest of our lives or like until next week whatever it was a good memory so fuck it but I posted it and whatever I got a little bit of feedback obviously people are texting me like yeah is this your new boyfriend what's the deal I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ like let me just post an Instagram I love it um, social media that's what it's all about the second post I was like I'm posting a picture he took me to a, a NFL football game like yeah it's a good ass time to post an Instagram I know and that's when the people really started getting heated <laughs> I'm getting texts from girls that I went to college with that I like haven't spoken to in like eight months that are just like is that your new boyfriend? What's the deal? Give me the gossip. I'm like, Jesus. Like, Do you ever notice, too, like, when I used to post, like, with a boyfriend or with a guy, like, I swear it gets, like, significantly more likes because people are like, oh, I'm oh, happy for her. People like, <laughs> are so happy for you. I'm like, oh, break 200 every single time. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then, like, the most recent one I posted was, like, a few weeks ago or whatever. And before I posted it, I, like, started getting insecure, which is, like, so not like me. But I was, like, so, like, you haven't posted any pictures of us. And he, like, doesn't really use Instagram that much. Like, yeah, it's hard posts, with guys to compare to us because they don't post nearly as like, much. Like, I post once to twice a week. He posts, like, three to four times a year. <laughs> um, so That's a good sign, though. Yeah. So I was like, um, do you care if I post this? Because, like, this is the third time I'm posting an Instagram of us. And, like, you haven't. And I'm not trying to pressure you to. But, like, I just want to make sure that, like, this is cool. Because, like, people know that we're dating now. And he's just like, yeah, I I don't care. Like, it's a good picture of us. No, like, I will admit that there have been guys that I've been, like, low-key talking to and we go to, like, a date function or something. Like, you take a picture just because it happens in the situation. Uh-huh. And it's kind of just, like, unsaid that's, like, okay, I'm not going to post this on social media because that really is, like, a significant thing. And even though it's a good picture, like, both people yeah. involved, like, know that we just don't want to go down that path. So... It's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to post it. Like, they're not going to post it. But it's a super red flag if a guy's like, hey, can you not post that picture of us? Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, really annoying, though. Because, like, I remember in college, like, I went to a date function at one point with this guy who I was, like, definitely not interested in at the time. Later, we ended up dating. But at the time, I was, like, literally, he tried to kiss me and I turned away. <laughs> um, Swerve. <laughs> but I posted a picture because I was, like whatever this is a date function and I took you and like I look good so posting yeah and I don't know I think I'm definitely more shameless when it comes to like posting things because I just don't really care and it also depends on the caption too like you have to post the right caption oh absolutely like the I don't know I think the first picture I posted with Ross was like pretty low-key I was just like oh mountain weekend but summer or something (laughs) yeah was that your caption (laughs) It, it was something like really dumb, but it was like not. But if coupling. you're like mountain weekend with Bay, like oh my gosh, kissy face, then people are like, oh, oh shit, that's definitely her boyfriend. I mean, I don't do that with any people ever, yeah. even when I'm dating them, because I'm like not emotional. Like, but I do. Yeah, obviously that does like make a difference for sure. I just think it's so interesting though, like the whole concept, but like about um, posting. Instagrams and whatnot with a significant other like god forbid like you do it too many times or like I think that you the mindset on that should just be like you should just like do you and not really care what other people think but I do understand why that is very hard to do I mean I haven't posted a picture with like (laughs) another guy in like 
years so really i think the first time i do it again people are gonna be like oh my god i mean if it ever gets to that point because i've pretty much just like branded myself as like a single just drunk party girl i think which is like kind of half true but I don't know. Okay, so disclaimer. This is another... People that are going to creep on my Instagram are already going to know who this is, but whatever. So I posted this picture with this guy that, like, we were definitely, like, crushing on each other. We, like, didn't really, like... Crushing. I love that word. I like it, too. But it wasn't a thing, really, and it was, like, a very short-lived thing once it was. (laughs) Um, And I posted an Instagram with him because we were very good friends before the whole thing even went down. And now we're still very good friends. And I'm sure he's going to listen to this episode and laugh. But, um, like, I posted it just because it was, like, whatever. It was a cute picture. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And people might have thought it was a couple thing. Um, It definitely wasn't, especially at that time. But I don't know. I, I wonder, now looking back on it, I do wonder what people thought when I posted it. Well, the last picture I posted with a guy was with Graham for his birthday, and I honestly wonder if some of my followers who were, like, completely disconnected thought that that was my boyfriend, because I was, like, happy birthday to my best friend, and, like, it's a thing for my girls. Best friend. For girls to, like, call their boyfriends best friends, but, like, mm-hmm. no, don't confuse everyone. Like, if it's your boyfriend, call him your boyfriend, but, like, Graham's my best friend, so I'm referring to him as my best friend, but the fact that people <laughs> call their boyfriends best friends makes people like me like look like I'm posting about my boyfriend when in reality it is just my best friend and I noticed like it got like a significant amount of likes and I was like yeah people definitely think there's something going on here because that's what I said when I posted the guy people are like oh my god like I'm gonna like it because I'm happy for her that she's in a relationship but honestly what I think is funny I I honestly am like savage and like very shameless but (laughs) I'm looking right now and I went to a date function with this guy that I'm just friends with, like, at the end of my senior year. Um, because my boyfriend at the time, like, he lived out of town, so he couldn't come. Mm-hmm. And I posted a picture of us, and, like, honestly, my caption was, like, A1 since day one, because he was, like, one of my best friends. And it's not a couple picture at all, but people definitely could have, like, taken it that way, because, like, obviously we're, like, dressed for this function together. and like Yeah, but this pose, so we're looking at the picture currently. Yeah. Um... This pose is not a relationship pose. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. But, I mean, I think someone could take it that way if they didn't know. The thing was, everyone that liked this picture was, like, at college with the both of us and we're obviously friends. But I feel like an outsider looking in could be like, oh, it's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I mean, you guys aren't even, like, touching. Like, yeah. I feel like the more you're, like, touching – in your Instagram, you can kind of get the vibes if they're dating or not. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I mean, I have some pictures with with some others that are <laughs> like this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, this I... is really bad content for those that can't see us. But... I know. You're just everyone's just gonna have to go stalk Madison on Instagram. Yeah, stalk my Instagram. But like, I mean, I definitely have pictures that are like could be considered coupley, I suppose, with guys um, that are definitely just my friends. But I think it's just, like, I mean, at the time, I had, like, a long-distance boyfriend or whatever, so I was just kind of, like, doing my thing with my, like, guy friends that I had to take to date functions. Was it, like, a low-key, like, jab, like, to make your long-distance boyfriend, like, jealous? No, no, (laughs) because, like, okay, even this, this is, like, from a semi-formal that I took my friend to. Oh, And I, like, look really good in the picture, and, like, he looks pretty good in the picture, and I just posted it because I took him as my date because my boyfriend couldn't come. Yeah. And, like... I'm not gonna, and also he had a girlfriend. So I think at that time, I guess like people both knew that we were both in other relationships, but his girlfriend had graduated. My boyfriend didn't live in the same state. So it was just like, whatever. Yeah. I guess I think I'm like low key savage though. (laughs) It's like, well, you're not here, so I'm gonna replace you. But I think that's just like, Definitely not the average. I mean, I know boyfriends that get, like, crazy jealous about social media. Oh, I'm anti-controlling jealous boyfriends. I mean, it's good to be jealous to an extent. Like, how – what what level of jealousy, like, is your ideal boyfriend? Level of jealousy? Like, if he sees that you are, like, consistently talking to some other guy that he may or may not know, then I definitely would, like – it would be – 
a good red flag. Like, it would be good for him to and probably mention something. Yeah, like, you would want them to, like, not, I mean. Like, why is blah, 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 and you're, like, top Snapchat friends, and, like, you text him all the time. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want them to be, like, mean, jealous, to be, like, you are cheating on me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're talking to this other guy. I'd be, like, whoa, chill out. But I'd want them to be, like, hey, like, you're my girlfriend. Like, I want you to myself. Like, don't talk to other people. Like, kind of, like, not controlling, but just, like, protective. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's the difference, too. And, like, I'm kind of the same way because I think I'm honestly one of the most chill people in relationships. I definitely don't get, like, crazy jealous for the most part. I mean, I have my moments. Everyone does. But... I mean, <laughs> everyone does, but yeah, I I think for the most part, like, unless I see that you're, like, talking to your ex or, like, talking to a girl that I know is definitely interested in you as more than friends, I'm pretty chill about you, like, talking to other girls or hanging out with other girls. Now, if the guy I'm currently dating uh, posted a picture with another girl, like, today... And hasn't was, posted one of that, you yet? That he was just friends with, and, yeah, and, like, like I said, hasn't posted a picture with me yet... Yeah, because That would you, be a fucking problem. Yeah. You have to, like, kind of relate it to the situation. So, like, exactly. if he hasn't posted one of you and he never posts and he posts one with another girl, like, yeah, fuck that. But, like, for someone like me who posts, like, all the fucking time and, it like, if I post less. with, like, a guy that is, like, one of my good friends and it's just, like, a good picture of me, it just, like, oh, Madison just, like, wanted to post this picture because she, like, looks good in it and, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's I mean, definitely I, different, I think. I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite because I say, like, I don't want an overly jealous guy, but I don't know. Well, I, like, can get jealous, but I'm also notorious for being not controlling, which has, like, definitely gotten me in trouble because I think just, like, growing up being friends with guys, like, I've known how guys feel about girls who are crazy and psycho uh-huh, and, same. like, overprotective and... I just think that that's, like, stupid, too. So I've never been the kind of girlfriend to be crazy and, like, not trusting, but it's always, like, really freaking backfire. I was going to say, bitten you in the ass for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll get into that in another episode, but... I do think, like, I think um, the good balance is, like, you can be the chill girlfriend, you can be the fun girlfriend that, like, the guy's friends likes and stuff, but yeah, if you feel, like, a certain way... You shouldn't hide your feelings. Like, sometimes it's important to put your foot down and say how you feel. And, like, I struggle with this sometimes because, like, Kim, I'm very similar. And, like, I know I don't want to be, like, the psycho-controlling, like, emotional crazy girl. But sometimes, like, if you feel a certain way, like, you just got to let it out there. Yeah, because if you don't, if you don't put your foot down, then guys will subconsciously feel like they can, like, walk all over you. Or maybe not even that. Or maybe just think that, like maybe you don't really don't care as much as you do which like I think does happen too yeah no I mean I think it's like and guys are probably the same way like they want a girl to like be protective too because everyone likes to feel like they're cared about absolutely so if you're not showing that you care then they're just gonna be like okay and they're gonna keep pushing the envelope until they get your attention and then sometimes it might just go too far and then you're like okay shit yeah um I mean obviously I don't understand how guys work but that's in my head that's like how I assume it works. Yeah, unless you're, like, really just checked out of the relationship and it's a different situation. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, that could have been true with my relationships, too. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> no, Like but, I said, we're saving this for a different day, but... But, yeah, no, so... Wow, we really, like, tangented off on on another s- topic here, but... It, it just seems like we always circle back to relationship issues because we just have a lot of pent-up shit that we want to talk about. For sure. And I think it's very relatable. Like, if anyone else has takes on social media social media levels of jealousy in your relationship i like this levels of jealousy thing because i do think it's like so so important and so relevant yeah and i think some guys everyone's everyone's jealous some guys love crazy chicks oh for sure and i yeah and that's i can never be with a guy like that because i will tell you right now i'm not that crazy girl i'm way too chill for that shit yeah like i'm not gonna cause enough drama in your life i'm not gonna like go out fight some girl like yell at her at the bar like i'm more of like a very passive jealous kind of person like i will just get pissed and like walk away i'll be like if you want to talk to her you can talk to her but like I'm pissed and I'm walking over here. I'm gonna go take a shot now. (laughs) I'm not gonna, like, fight for your attention and be like, oh my god, what the fuck are you doing talking to my boyfriend? Like, 
No, I've never been like that either. Yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, if you want to talk to her, you can talk to her. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting, though, how everyone handles this, those situations. So, yeah, call in, DM us with your takes on that because – I, we we want to know. I want to know, actually, like, a guy's perspective to our male listeners out there. Like, <laughs> what do you guys think? We keep asking for the female perspective, but I guess in reality, we just want the male perspective because we personally want to know. Well, or, like, females that, like, are way different from us because me and you definitely are a little very pretty similar on this topic. Oh, yeah. I have some crazy psycho friends that we should definitely, like, bring on here to talk about their opinions because I, I don't understand, like, where it stems from. And I would just be, like... I think I'm just not confident enough to, like, be so psycho because I think it could just turn south really quick. I mean, I have my confidence, but my psycho levels are pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> We're just girls being girls, We're you know? just millennials and mimosas, you know? <laughs> That's us. Okay, well, I guess we will wrap it up. But um, once again, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and the voicemail – Give us the number again. 704-694. Is this right? 659-6974. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's say it again. Oh, yeah, I was right. Okay, 704-659-6974. Call us. Drop us a Oh, a yeah, and we got to record like um, a voicemail inbox recording. Oh, yeah, well, we're going to do that right after this episode, so hopefully by the time you guys call in, we will have a cool little... Recording. Yeah. So disclaimer, it's like a fake number now, so you don't have to call Madison's number anymore. Yeah. So you guys don't. It's it's hooked up to our Instagram account and it's in our Twitter bio. Yeah. So, so if you call, it'll just go straight to voicemail. You'll hear our lovely voices shortly after we record this, and then you just leave the voicemail. Boom. Yeah. Don't be shy. Call us in. Let us know. And yeah, we'll keep going with episode eleven next week. Woo! Double digits. Oh, yeah.